0: Hey y'all, before we get to the latest episode of Nerding Daily, I want to bring your attention to an exciting giveaway that we're doing. It's about time for a brand-wumping new adventure, Crash Bandicoot. Everybody's favorite marsupial is back. In Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. In this newest entry, you'll crash forward into a time-shattered adventure complete with massive worlds, new powers, more playable characters, and more insanity. Neocortex, and Entropy are back at it again and launching an all-out assault on not just this universe, but the entire multiverse. Crash and Coco are here to save the day by reuniting the four quantum masks and bending the rules of reality. Don't miss out on offline multiplayer for two to four players, dual shock 4 Vibration, offline play enabled, and for the cool kids, enhanced gameplay on the PS4 Pro. And you know, I gotta say, James, they did a great job remastering the original Crash Bandicoot trilogy, and I'm excited for this new installment. So to celebrate Crash Bandicoot 4 releasing, we are giving away five digital redemption codes for PS4 for the full freaking game. All you have to do is follow Nerding Daily on one of our social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and leave a comment on why you're excited for Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. And that's all you have to do to be in the running. We're going to notify the winners by p.m. on whichever platform by Friday, October 9th. Crash Bandicoot 4. Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Out now on PS4 and Xbox One. And now back to our regularly scheduled program.
1: So this this show was a shock. This was one that I had in my queue, by the way, for about... A week and a half, and I'd been Mm -hmm. leaning to watch it, maybe two weeks. And I don't know what. I I kept going to, and I thought, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch this or not. And then you and Charlie started watching it. Yep. And guess what?
0: And got you off your butt.
1: I love the whole aesthetic. Mm Mm-hmm. The music reminds me of, I'm like watching like a 1940s, like Hitchcock film. Yeah. In color. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's this constant urgency and you're like, what's going to (laughs) happen? And then the acting's phenomenal. The writing's phenomenal. The cast is great. And it's not at all how I expected it to be. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, continue listening, please.
0: (laughs) Charlie's a a longtime fan of American Horror Story. Um, Me, definitely not so much. So Charlie saw it, saw it was the same (laughs) creator. Of American Horror Story. And I think we saw it pop up on Netflix the first night it came out. And Charlie was like, what is that? And Charlie got really excited. And I heard about the project. Oh, you did? I heard oh. that they were going to make a project about Nurse Ratchet from One Floor of the Cougar's Nest. And I was like, her? really <laughs> why like what's what's the use what's the benefit of that but we watched it together and it's only eight episodes but you know strung out over two days like you get really invested into the characters nurse rat nurse ratchet in one floor of the cuckoo's nest the movie i have a copy of the book that i've never read she's just very stoic the, right. the story's not really about her no um, you can understand to a degree what kind of person she is, but they really delve into it in this. I, and there's I, a lot of American horror story elements to this, on top of the noir stuff you're talking about.
1: Right. I, I would, I would think too that they've reinvented Nurse Ratchet.
0: Yeah. I mean, they kind of had yeah. to. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: and I'm glad they did, because mm-hmm. I, I do like the character. There's a lot of mystery to her. Yeah. And they don't give us a lot. I mean, they get a little bit of tidbits here and there. And and what, and I I think for an individual who doesn't like American Horror Story, this is much more adult. I would say,
0: you know what I mean? It's like, it's more playing it straight.
1: Playing it sh- well, it's not as like gory. Yeah. It it's I mean there is some violence, but it feels a more mature version of American Horror Story, in my opinion, because oh. there's, there's there's more story to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost
0: justified gore instead of over the top. Yeah, yes. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not over the top. Like, yeah. And I thought, oh, great, hospital setting. This is going to be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean...
0: There was some stuff. But... There's
1: some cringy th- scenes, but it was more like... I would I would say uh, it was more of the idea of what's about to happen. Not to give too much away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not to give too much away yet. Yet. Right. Uh, so we have Sarah Paulson playing Mildred Ratchet, which I don't really want to say nurse because of things that we find out about her, but... She cons her way. The first thing she does in this show, I love it. She cons her way into a job at a hospital, (laughs) at a mental hospital, and it quickly becomes relevant as to why she decides to con her way into that certain hospital. And I mean, Sarah Paulson, she's awesome. She can play conniving so well in this. And I've only seen her in a handful of things before, and she's usually like the... You know, the, the the silent, like, almost whisper-talking, right. like, nice person in every movie. I remember she was in ugh, Bird Box right, with Sandra right, right, Bullock. Right, right, she right. was the right. sister. I forgot about And that. she was just like, well, well, okay, I'll walk in front of a bus now. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they didn't give her much to do, but she's great no. in this.
1: There was a lot of new faces in this, too, for me, which I appreciate. But, yeah, she, I mean, I really enjoyed her acting. I really enjoyed her talent that she brought. And she really made that character like real. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. She she better win something for this. <laughs> that's well, what I have to say. she better take something home.
0: And uh, you know, Josh is not with us here today. It's no. just uh, me and James, Robert and James. But he's probably the one that would tell us. Well, you know, so and so got an Emmy. I right, didn't. I right. didn't follow it. It just seems like a weird time to have a ceremony to give away little statues.
1: Yeah, that's true. But.
0: You know, it's she she pulled an award winning performance out at least. I can I say, say that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say
0: absolutely. Yeah, I got what you're saying. I mean, there is some pretty big names that I had no idea they were in this. Um, Cynthia Nixon from freaking Sex in the City. I was surprised like she popped up. I was like, What? Really? What is she doing in there? Sharon Stone.
1: Wasn't Cynthia Nixon the, the girlfriend?
0: Um the press secretary uh turned Nurse Ratchet's yeah, girlfriend. Yeah.
1: Spoiler alert. Whoops. Yeah,
0: you already jumped the gun there.
1: Sorry. And well, um, the, the name that surprised me, well, the, the face that surprised me was uh, Rosanna Arquette because I hadn't seen her since like Joe Dirt.
0: <laughs> no, you're right. I
1: am right. Wow, that's a good memory for someone who I can't did remember not remember anything. <laughs> I did not catch that. <laughs> Anna Arquette played the mom that looked after uh the young Mildred and Emmett. She was just in it briefly. Yeah. That's who she was. That's where I saw her and I thought, oh, Joe Dirt.
0: <laughs> i mean she's probably My done bad. she's done a lot of things other than that but yeah joe dirt
1: that's where that i don't know why that's what that's what stuck with me okay
0: we also had i mean the biggest names to me that popped out was uh Corey Stoll and vincent d'onofrio oh vincent d'onofrio was the freaking governor of california right i'm like what <laughs> he just popped out of nowhere
1: well and his acting is always phenomenal
0: I mean, he's going over the top, but it's like an over-the-top kind of character. Right. That just, you know, he's the governor that wants to get the votes. He doesn't want to seem lenient on crime. He's like, this guy's awful. Fry him. When That's he's, what the people want.
1: He's got that, like, 1940s, like, gusto in his voice, too. Where
0: The he, proper word is moxie. Is it moxie? <laughs> oh, right. but For that time period? Yeah.
1: I don't think it was over-the-top, you know? Um, it wasn't, like... I was getting confused with him and Kingpin. I mean, his look was different enough and he was a little bit more, I think Kingpin's a little more reserved and more violent Mm -hmm. and he was a little more like verbal and chauvinistic, you know? Yeah. He played it (laughs) off as like
0: the the Kingpin's blowhard like little brother. Yeah. That's what he played it off
1: as. And I, I think he did a good job.
0: Not as menacing.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Sorry, we'll have to cut this.
1: No problem. I can do
0: that. Oh, there it is. Uh, uh, gentlemen. I never heard of John John Briones as Dr. Richard Hanover. I have never seen him, and I thought he did really well.
1: He was, yeah, he was great. His his uh, acting and his storyline. Yeah. Did not see any of that coming.
0: I, I wouldn't say that he has a character arc, but he's a character that when Nurse Ratchet arrives to his hospital, he's already deep, like, into it. Yeah, he's deep, he's deep into his situation where, you know, you first see him as just an envelope pushing doctor, you know, he's, he's taking out parts of people's brains and he's, (laughs) he's doing all this crazy stuff. The, ooh, the hot and cold baths.
1: Oh my that gosh. Freaked me
0: out. Their like, treatments? How could he ever think that that's a good idea? Uh, the treatments yeah. are wild.
1: Yeah, that was uh
0: not just lobotomies. Yeah.
1: The lobotomies, like I mean, they were more humane in my opinion.
0: Those were humane mm-hmm. going through like the upper eye socket and all that. In
1: my opinion, <sighs> rather than burning in a yeah in know. a hot tub for a long period of time. I don't know.
0: Okay. I don't I don't know which one I would take over the other. Well, They're both pretty awful.
1: <laughs> the person laying on the table was dead that he was giving it to remember the the two that we saw the lobotomies that we saw
0: no they were alive
1: oh the well the the first ones i thought were cadavers nope they I were alive those were like, those are oh, the four people that God. we saw at the
0: hospital oh they were they were talking to each other
1: are we talking about the first time he did it where he was drilling them and freaked them out because that was gross yeah the, the second, second time? time it was cadavers okay yeah. that's what i'm talking okay about. okay okay sorry just to clarify.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. You no, know, the first time was the worst, I think, right. for me. That was drill into the assuming. holes and they're just like
1: <sniffs> I was talking about the ice pick ones. Yeah. Which I thought were more humane.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's any humanity with Dr. There, Richard there, Hanover. There's not. <laughs> I mean, he's a in his own way, he's a despicable person. He's not completely, you know, evil, but man. Right. He's a he's a bad guy. Um, there was a couple faces from American Horror Story, Charlie picked them out, but I obviously didn't notice it. Uh, Finn Whitrock Witt, Finn um, as Edmund Tolson and Charlie Carver as Huck.
1: Oh, Huck was a great character.
0: He reminded me a lot of um, Richard <clears throat> from Boardwalk Empire. Me and Charlie just did a complete rewatch. Ah. And he's, um, I mean, both characters are facially disfigured, but they're in their own, own ways, like they're really good guys. Right. Obviously, Richard's not like a great guy. But they both fought in the war, and it's almost the same time period. Yeah, that's but I, interesting.
1: That's a good segue.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did like him. Um, he was just a, a small part, though. But he was the one that spoke up against, you know, the hot, cold baths. Yes. Um, oh, gosh, I can't stop thinking about that ice pick now.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh god. And, and we have closed captioning on because, you know, you never know what's going on in our home. And to make things worse when when they do it, it says wet, a wet... Um, kept saying this all the time a wet gashing sound <laughs> or something like that. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> on the closed caption. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh, why did they have to add the wet to it? Makes <laughs> <think> it worse.
0: <laughs> which I, I almost always watch with closed captioning on, and I didn't notice that. But sometimes, especially Netflix is pretty bad about that, where mm-hmm. they they slim down the actual dialogue. Oh, right. So they want to make it simpler, like somebody's typing it out in real time and they only have once you're getting it. Mm-hmm. So they'll simplify their dialogue. I'm like, just say the whole freaking sentence. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, if I was a deaf person, I would understand. Okay, I can see their lips saying more than, the you know, than what? closed yeah. captioning says. Oh, I know. So, well, I didn't notice that.
1: We got it caught on... Um... Narration mode one time, oh which can be actually very helpful if you're like doing something passively watching. Yeah, you always hear furrowed brow. So and so did it with a furrowed brow. Like so and so came <laughs> in to the room with a furrowed brow. <laughs> it's like
0: that's a, that's, that's the a new drinking game. <laughs> furrowed brow, furrowed brow, furrowed brow. brow. <laughs> yeah, um, so tired of hearing that. I, I love it when they try to uh, describe music. It's always just like joyous music, sad music, sad music. Yes. <laughs> choice music. Choice. Sad. <laughs> choice. Sad. Sure. Choice music fades into sad. Sad music. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's never romantic music.
0: <laughs> so, I guess we should go over the story. So, Edmund Tollison this all starts with Edmund Tulleson. Mm-hmm. He is at Dr. Hanover's hospital um, because in the opening scene, it shows he murders four priests. We don't know why. He's obviously Durain. He's a man with a plan. He did it on purpose. He has something against priests. So he gets sent to this mental hospital. It's a big ruckus in the newspapers. There's all these reporters coming from out of town, out of state. And they, you know, want to get the scoop. And Nurse Ratchet comes in at the right time and works her way into this hospital. She basically gets (laughs) another nurse fired. Right. You know, understandably so.
1: Or she coerces that nurse to quit.
0: No. Doesn't she? No.
1: I thought she caught her doing something. She shouldn't be on the job. It's yeah, and she got fired. Oh, okay. yeah, That's what happened. Oh.
0: So, yeah, she courses her way in, and we find out very quickly that she is the adopted sister to Edmund Tolson. So, her idea is she's going to help him get out of the hospital in the, not easiest way, but the most intricate way possible. So, they can never trace it back to her releasing him mm-hmm. because they've had a they've had a, they've had a rough childhood right to put it simply in and out of foster homes and some much much worse than the others they, i don't think we want to go into that
1: right and they had one mom that they or one lady who they saw as a mom that was good
0: the social worker yeah 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 so i mean she she has a love for for her brother and she wants to do whatever she can so he comes like into the hospital like a beast in shackles, completely shackled up. He's a, you know, he's a detriment to society. People see him as evil. And Dr. Hanover's trying to figure out how do I either get people to not pay attention to me, to not cause a big deal about mm-hmm. him, and how can I use this to my like strategic advantage in what I want to show that modern medicine is possible of. Mm. So I think his first idea was he probably was going to lobotomize him mm-hmm. and say, hey, he's here, look. And the mayor gets wind of it and he, you know, puts that on his platform, you know, vote for me and I'll make sure that, you know, the mental people get help. And then he flip flops <laughs> on that. and He's like, no, just let him fry. <laughs>
1: well, this was the governor, though, right? The governor. Was, yeah. Yeah. And remember, the governor goes in there and he's like shaking hands and. That's that's like Nurse Ratchet's first day,
0: very first day, yeah. and
1: um, she saves someone. Remember, she like stages like some sort of what well, she gave improper medication. Yeah, and then she goes and knows what to do. It was a priest by the by all things, because he was like puking, choking on his puke, and she turned him over and said, "Wait for it," and then. They they immediately suspected her too. Yeah, like there was no trust. But she she still had to work her way in. And she and what she did was the governor liked that she saved him right in front of him. Yeah, and he wanted a picture with her. So he got a got a picture with them. Because uh, Doctor Hanover didn't want a picture because he was afraid uh, someone would see that picture, which I thought was really suspicious at first.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah and over the course of the season i mean you get to learn a lot more about nurse ratchet um the childhood the way that she cons herself and everything one thing i um was uncomfortable with was uh her sex life yeah <laughs> it was wild oh. i mean she, she brings a new meaning to role play and is like it's the kind of role play that you wouldn't do with a partner it's a role play that you would do as like a you know a really detailed actor Right, yeah, <laughs> you it, lost it, your limbs in the war. It was very oh, okay,
1: yeah, that that role play was a little weird, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure, I mean, it makes you more curious about what the heck she's been through, though,
0: I mean, you can tell that she's, yeah,
1: I mean, knowing that she's been adopted and been through foster care and it was horrible you're gonna you're gonna think there's gonna be some detachment issues, mm-hmm. but she didn't really have detachment issues. It, Like you think, you know, she ended up being the other way, you know, where she didn't want like a real strong relationship. And she she actually kind of avoided it as long as she could. Yeah. Which is interesting, which makes more sense to me. Than someone is is someone who uh, was adopted, not being afraid to get too intimate because I'm just going to leave this person anyway, you know, rather Mm -hmm. than holding on to this person for dear life. Yeah. Which really the only person if you think about she holds on to for dear life is Edmund. Is Edmund. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which just makes sense. Everybody
0: else she kind of sees as expendable. Yeah. 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 I just, I mean, Corey Stoll is, I mean, he gets the award for best line in this freaking (laughs) season. (laughs) <laughs> the you know gotta be honest this is the worst lay of my life <laughs> the worst day <laughs> after 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 a horrible role play encounter <laughs> that was yeah the, that was hilarious I, the, worst I, yeah. the worst lay yeah worst lay
1: that was pretty funny
0: but yeah cory stole he plays you think that he's just uh, another person trying to get pictures for the newspaper right but no he's a he's a pi
1: kind of that kind of uh shocked me a little bit but then it made sense like why he was there and yeah <clears throat> who he was looking for yeah it was pretty cool
0: but yeah i like that going into you know who the doctor really is you know cory stole who's uh charles in this um he's hired to kill him right. for like the most like backwards idea from this like millionaire
1: oh golly yeah that, was... that
0: kid is a freaking brat
1: yeah Oh, man, that kid. And then, like, I mean, you feel s- kind of sorry for him at first. No, I don't. When you first see him. I don't. You I did? didn't know. No, you can tell he's a brat. I did. I, he's I, like
0: a mama's boy. Like, I want that mother. Give it to me. Well,
1: at first, you think <laughs> Dr. Handover just like cut off his arms and legs just to keep him from poking people. But then you find out it's yeah. his fault anyway. Yeah. Like, it's the kid's fault that this happened because he dropped so much acid in Dr. Handover's cup. That yeah, it freaked him out.
0: Yeah, he has a bad trip, and he just starts sawing off his arms. He's like, "I, I don't feel like I'm me with these arms." So he wants to get an arm implant.
1: Well, I mean, it's convoluted though, because like, it's not like he just decided to do it. The kid was also on acid. Yeah, and you wonder how much was real.
0: Like that is true.
1: Did the kid actually want his arms cut off? Because he's tripping too. We don't know.
0: Well, at, at the end, by the end of the season, and I won't give away oh, right, everything right, that right. happened. But, I mean, we kind of have to take Dr. Hanover's word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only version of the story that we saw.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Um, That's not the version of the story that the mom got, obviously. No. So, I mean, I can can see that happening, though. I can see that kind of kid just being so uncomfortable with himself that he has to do something drastic, one... And he has to take it out on everybody around
1: him. Right, right. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense the way... Because how the kid cuts one arm off, and then he has to break the other one, right? Yeah. And then doc, Dr. Handover is like, uh, now nah, I got to fix it. Yeah. That, to me, makes sense. Well, yeah, oh, he, tried. he tried. He tried. Still gross.
0: Got all gangrenous and stuff.
1: But then they did, still don't explain where the other arms came from. Was it the gardener? No, he said...
0: <laughs> Dr. Hanover said, I can only assume... That he killed the gardener because he came in with his arms. <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right. We can't. That's right. States it. Like, wow. So well, I mean, it's not funny, but it's,
0: it kind of. That, that it's, is yeah. wild. It's very See wild. that all this stuff, all this violent, gory stuff. It it doesn't. My only issue is it doesn't make it feel like it's in the same universe, it in the same fit. setting, the same tone as yeah. one floor of the cougar's nest. No. And that's that's okay. It's it's more akin to American horror story, but that's one thing I was like, okay, it starts out kind of, you know, feeling like that world. And then when they do crazy stuff like that, and especially with the ending, right. I'm like, oh, so they're trying to make it more like American horror story. It's like easing it's
1: like easing that market into this. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. And it's genius, I'm gonna say it.
0: It would be an entry point, yeah, mm-hmm. into American Horror Story, if anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will.
0: And I mean, there's wild things that go on. Edmund, I mean, he gets more rules relaxed. (laughs) He uh, breaks out at one point and fails, obviously, Mm -hmm. because he killed people, multiple people at that point. Yeah. And, you know, everybody can kind of tell he's not mentally disturbed. Like he has issues, but it's not anything that he can't control. He had a purpose as to why he killed priests. He had a purpose as to why he killed a police officer.
1: Yep, there's always a reason, but he has like a line, a weird moral compass. Yeah, exactly. Like he won't kill a chicken to eat it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. And then he wouldn't kill the one cop who said he had kids because he was pathetic. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't kill, he was angry at his at his girl for shooting the governor's press secretary. Uh, yeah. He was, he was pissed about that.
0: Yeah. Well, because she didn't, you know, she wasn't a threat. Right. She didn't have a weapon of any kind, but she still got shot. And yeah. and her um, Cynthia Nixon's character Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn, she is the one that starts to awaken who Nurse Ratchet really is, and I I kind of like how that went. I mean, there's a lot of like back and forth. Nurse Ratchet says, you know, I'm not that kind of person, and um, Gwendolyn's like, mm, I can kind of tell, <laughs> and then it it kind of comes to a head, you know, it's. They start off as acquaintances, then friends, and then they kinda of have a falling out, and then they have the friendship starting again, and Gwendolyn gets to the point where she's like, What is this? Right. Well, you you know who you are, right? And she comes to terms with it.
1: Well, the falling out was because she wasn't honest with Gwendolyn
0: at all. Yeah, no, that's true. Because <laughs> she can't she's she can't be honest with anybody because right. she's probably worried about getting hurt.
1: Well, wow, there's that and So she has
0: this tough shell.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense.
0: So I, I I like that that tough exterior kind of started to break with Gwendolyn.
1: It was crazy to me that they finally get together and then she's got breast cancer. Yeah. You know, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> I keep saying that late. <laughs> but he's like, what? Dang. Um, and and what's really crazy, too, is like the second to the last episode felt like that could have been the ending.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish it was.
1: In in a sense, I do. But then, like, because when I saw there was another episode, I was like, wait,
0: what more could there be? Where are they going to go with this? And, then,
1: man, they actually went somewhere I never thought thought they would go. And I really liked the, I mean, I kind of saw what was coming. But um, I I would never have predicted they would do that.
0: Yeah. It was
1: pretty interesting.
0: I mean, all I'll say is that it's setting up for a showdown. Right. Um, to happen next season unless Netflix cancels this too. No,
1: no, they won't. They won't cancel. We've we this. said this
0: so many times though. This <laughs> Netflix cancels so pretty oh, much everything.
1: True, but but I don't I think this is safe. I think I think it's getting enough buzz right now. Yeah. I think it's gonna it's gonna be renewed. I'm I'm sure. If not, it's still good. But they, it's definitely something they can come back to. Yeah. Um and I, I didn't find any bit of it um over the top as as far as uh violent um, i oh, thought it was, okay. i thought it was well balanced okay. i thought the violence was almost silly
0: yeah, yeah you know
1: what i mean almost it was
0: getting there it yeah. almost hit that threshold
1: but it kind of reminded me of the era like if they were gonna do it back then how would it look yeah oh it would probably look like that
0: <laughs> maybe you know i'm just saying not as much diversity yeah back then but well
1: yeah, yeah but I don't know. I don't know. Well,
0: no, people were a lot more squeamish back then.
1: They were, yeah.
0: So I think that this is the show that they would want to make back then, but they wouldn't be able to. It'd be, they'd be, you know, driven out of theaters with stuff like this.
1: Well, yeah, probably.
0: Just with the ideas of, you know, censorship and such at the time.
1: Sure. So. And I'm I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about, like, just the the aesthetic of the gore. You know, the actual the actual violence part of it. yeah, Like it kind of remind. It, it, it. I feel like it fit, even though you said it, 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 it didn't fit with the, um, the story that it's origin from. Um, but I feel like it fits within the show and, and within the era they're trying to, um, match it up to.
0: Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, uh, I mean, the only thing that, that gets to me is that, that ending, that final episode. I mean, we have, a. Uh, uh, a a gate, a getaway scene right with uh, Edmund. I I won't go too much, too much into, into detail, right, right, right. But like, it's a little goofy because you see yeah. who's with him. Well, and and Nurse ratchet is yeah signing up for this showdown because she's like and, she's getting more into this like protector. Like I'm going to get my revenge on you. Like blah blah blah. When the whole rest of the show, she's, she's like, trying to save him. She's well. I mean, not only that, but she's like dark and stoic. Right. And she has a very logical way of, of talking to everybody. That she's, you know, she's very straightforward. She's all, as a matter of fact. Right. And then it turns into, we're going to have a showdown. Yep. I'm going to be the anti-hero. I'm going to be getting I'm revenge. I'm like, you. Eh.
1: That doesn't feel, it feels out of character. It
0: felt just a bit out of character for me.
1: Well, yeah. and and so, and so does the Edmund's new team up.
0: Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to uh, me. Zero sense.
1: Yeah. And then there's a third party that doesn't make any sense that there's no way all three of them are not going to kill each other. Yeah. On the way down. Yeah. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: yeah. with an unmedicated individual who, I mean, she couldn't even, you know, make it to the hotel for that long. <laughs> Trying not to give up too much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that. That was weird. And then there was like this new revelation of why she becomes these people. And then we're supposed to believe that all these other people were maybe killed, you know?
0: Well, that was a dream sequence, though. Was that the dream sequence That was part? a dream sequence, um, yeah. I'm confusing that. So right it could still be a possibility, but... We're not sure. We're not sure. Oh, right, 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 right. That, oh, I forgot season.
1: that was the dream sequence part.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I was like, how does she know any of that, you know? okay that makes sense to me i forgot yeah thanks for reminding
0: me so I think we should leave it at that so we don't yeah. give away too much right but overall James what do you think
1: I liked it I mean over it's something I'd probably watch again mm-hmm. um especially if they do a second season I'd watch it through just to refresh my memory and go back through it I, I think the, the actual acting was great yeah um the dialogue was great yeah the whole aesthetic of the show man that hospital those hallways are just beautiful that the first episode had one of the best cinematography sequences I've I've seen in a long time on a TV show. That's on a TV for sure. Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just all the different shots. It was really, really nice to watch. Yeah. I, I in fact I was paying almost too much attention to the shots they were taking than than and missing out on something <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. But uh, yeah, I mean they did a good job with the cars and I mean San Francisco and I mean it was just beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you think?
0: I mean, I I definitely really liked it. It's not my favorite show of the year, but nah. um like I I really like it with just very few caveats. And the main one is just the tone of the show doesn't match the tone of the movie. And mm-hmm. that's and that's okay to a degree. You know, you have to separate it enough. Uh you have to give it enough leeway.
1: Give it its own identity for
0: for a project like this. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing I hope that they don't do in later seasons and I have to emphasize don't, is um, do a retelling of One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. I don't want that.
1: Oh, no, no. No.
0: This should stay its own thing. The tones don't match. It needs to just keep it separated.
1: No, I agree. I think you're right. And hopefully that's not what they were working up towards anyway.
0: No, I don't think they were. I mean, not yet. So we'll see.
1: Well, and hopefully they don't do like an anthology of bringing up old movies and reinventing them
0: too much. Hmm.
1: I don't know. Maybe that could be a genre.
0: It depends on the movie. If it's uh, a bad enough movie that, you know, could get a fresh coat of paint, I would understand. Or like this, if it's a a same universe of a good movie, but from a different perspective, I can kind of live with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it just depends.
1: Wow. It could, you could actually, it can be a new genre.
0: So who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What are you going to watch next?
0: Um, I actually started it today, so that was ratchet, everybody. Ratchet. Um, I just started the South Park Pandemic Special. Oh, how was it? Um, so far so good. I'm only about halfway through it, and I mean, it's a long, it's an hour long episode. Wow. And I, this is the stuff that makes me miss South Park, like the oh, way really? that it used to be.
1: Me too, man. I'm 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 looking forward to watching it.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, there was one movie that I saw a couple of days ago called Director's Cut mm-hmm. with Pendulette. Oh my gosh, it is wild. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody in the audience, do yourself a favor, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime with commercials, which is
1: weird. Oh, that's interesting.
0: But it's uh, Pendulette. He plays this guy that's obsessed over this actress in a movie that he kickstarts, that he crowdfunds, and he gets to that you know upper tier. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, you can come to the set and you can have a line of dialogue and you can have a a, a dinner with one of the actors. Oh. And of course, he's obsessed with this lady. So you start to figure out what he did because it's so weird. It starts out just him with a voiceover. It's like a DVD commentary. Oh, God. So he basically took this existing movie that they were shooting and he put himself in it made himself a new director, made a new director's cut, and has commentary going through the entire movie. Wow. It is so wild. It's such a a cool idea. And that is different. I really like it. I really <clears throat> like it. If you're looking for something different, definitely check it out.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um what, what about you? I watched Enola Holmes with my kids. Why? Because it was with the kids. And that I looks and I like so bad. I like Sherlock Holmes. I don't um, like what's her name.
0: I don't like what's her name
1: it her performance is actually pretty good
0: i saw that trailer and i was like wow she's wooden and boring and plain it,
1: this is where i'm going so okay my my kids were like this is not stranger things yeah and then they're like she's british and yeah. then, then they're like she daddy, talks daddy british stuff's boring i'm going outside <laughs> 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 then they, they all kept disappearing i mean finally i'm like the only one watching it yeah and there's some good fight sequences in it and chase scenes, but they're, they're like too far apart for my kids. Yeah. Um, they, they just got bored and they left. And, um, I mean, it's your, it feels like your typical Sherlock Holmes film. Uh, um, like I'm the newer ones, you know, Holmes. like uh. the newer ones, but, um, it's definitely slower pace. Um, but it was, I mean, it's good, clean fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, the acting was good. The storyline was interesting and well for an adult i think but not my kids (laughs) i mean i
0: just that's what i was trying to figure out it's like what kind of audience is this for is this for like the pg-13 crowd that's trying to like get adults interested
1: i think it's for moms and daughters i'll be honest i could see like like a teenage mom and a daughter this is their movie and they'll oh it's fun for them wow
0: i mean i'm just waiting for henry cavill to do something like that's really good right i haven't seen the witcher yet but i've heard kind of middling things
1: i've watched it it's pretty good hmm yeah it's it i i'm not familiar with the game no me because i've been out of the loop for a while but yeah someone who hasn't done the game i i i've watched it and i liked it yeah it, it was just weird to see him to get used to him as that character but once you get past the fact that it's Superman.
0: I mean, I don't see him as just Superman anymore you know, since he was like, only in a I couple. Did. Yeah.
1: I've only seen him in um what is it? Uh Mission Impossible yeah, and Superman. So and then recently I saw him in something else. I can't remember what it was.
0: Man from Should... Uncle.
1: Oh, what was it?
0: The Man from Uncle.
1: Oh no, it was something different. Okay. It was something more recent. Um and I was like, ooh. Uh but I still say, Oh, it's Superman. Yeah. You know. yeah. Um, but once you get past that, it, it's it's a good series. I actually I want to watch it again. Um it's a lot of fun. Uh what else did I see? I started away, which is boring, by the way.
0: The with <laughs> Hillary Swank in space? <laughs> yes. Okay, that trailer looks <laughs> oh, god awful.
1: I thought it was gonna be good. And I Are, are you kidding, kidding me? I thought it might.
0: Did you watch the like little clip that they had on Netflix? No, no, I so just it's started. not a it's not a full trailer, but they show a clip of hillary swank like looking up everybody's in zero g on some spacecraft and the guy just she's like no don't the guy opens a capsule and this horrible cgi yeah the cgi is is floating around he's like
1: (laughs) it's a fire (gasps) yeah yeah
0: he's just so over the top and Uh, it's like what the heck is happening of course i see it's like number
1: one well and i thought it would be good and it was just boring man like it's uh, I, they got it's got. I'm gonna give it four episodes. I'm on episode two. I have a four episode rule. Yeah, I'll let you know. Okay. I, I can't give it complete justice yet. Okay. Um, but so far, yeah, not happy with it. Um, I did watch <laughs> the uh, Challenger documentary, which you know has a that's near dear to my heart, mm-hmm. and that was good. Um, what else? I see anything else? Can't remember.
0: I know I'm forgetting something.
1: I am too. I, there's. I just saw something else recently, and I can't remember what it was. I enjoyed it, but oh well. I guess onward or forward.
0: Onward and upward.
1: And upward. I don't know what I'm watching next.
0: Me neither, but we will find out. (laughs) We will find some good stuff for you people.
1: Hopefully movie theaters open up soon. We can watch some real movies.
0: Yeah. In the theater. Yeah. I mean, that would be nice, but...
1: Oh, The Boys. I've been watching The Boys and Fargo. Duh.
0: Yeah, Fargo just started. I haven't seen it yet. But I'm very excited. It got delayed. I was super bummed out. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, it started. Yeah. I, I have high expectations, actually, because everybody's saying Chris Rock is amazing.
1: He is. Good. He is amazing. It, it's just that first episode's a slow burn. Just hmm. to warn you, there's, I'm there's, some, there's some repeat stuff going on, but they're building. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the second episode's really good. And then um, the boys. Oh, gosh, Robert, <laughs> like they just keep pushing limits man they keep good yeah it's it it's uh it's nasty
0: as soon as you told me it was equivalent to preacher it's in terms of like you know i think envelope this season, pushing i think I'm like, this yeah. season
1: surpassed Ooh, yeah yeah that's right up my alley i think they did
0: <laughs> man all right because <laughs> you know how i feel about preacher i, I freaking know you love, love it.
1: it i know i know yeah, I, and I think I'm going to start Utopia, but I haven't heard anything on, about of you No. on Amazon Prime. I'll no. let you know on that one.
0: No, I'm digging through HBO Max and seeing if there's anything that catches my interest. Cool. Um, Harley Quinn, the TV show. Oh, yeah. Uh, the animated TV show that was a DC, what is it, DC Universe original. Right. Um, they moved over to HBO Max. That is really good. That's um, what I'm hearing. People are saying that it's very similar Dialogue-wise, to Venture Brothers, like they're trying to accompany the same space okay. with uh, the kind of snappy writing and the over-the-top gore, and in this case, super villains in like you know an everyday world, Oh, man. not under extraordinary circumstances. I have to, um, to watch. The downside is it makes me want to watch Venture yeah. Brothers, and we have to save the Venture Brothers.
1: How do we save them, man? How do we do it?
0: Guys, if you have listened to us, you know how much we like The Venture Brothers. We love it. It's literally, it's my favorite show. It is one of my favorites. It's, it's been around for 17 years, but it only got seven seasons because they are meticulous. They take their time, and that's probably why they got canceled, honestly. Right. But they deserve to have a final season. The seventh season ended on a cliffhanger, and it infuriates me if we cannot see... What finished. happens to these characters after being invested for this long?
1: Yeah, I think it's I think they should do them justice and and give them that last season. I mean, what, what could it hurt?
0: Yeah. So if you're fans like us of the Venture Brothers, you can, you know, tweet HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix and say, hey, we want season eight. Netflix Adult Swim is going to is going to, you know, fire them is going to, you know, say, hey, goodbye, say goodbye to your show that. Started basically with Adult Swim. basically Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah. It started, I think, two years after. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, because they only had Family Guy and what else did they have on there? Well, Uh, they they had Aqua Teen Hunger Force.
0: Yeah, it was like their first like original that showed like, hey, we're taking this seriously instead of hey, it's just random stuff for fifteen minutes. Right. So, yeah, do what you can if you're a fan of Venture Brothers. Let people on social media know like that we want a season eight.
1: Yeah, I think that's, I think that would be a good thing. Um, I think it'd be a good thing for like Netflix or any streaming service right now to pick I mean, up any fan base.
0: I mean, what makes the most sen- sense would be HBO Max because yeah. HBO and uh, Cartoon Network are owned by AT&T. Right. So it could get canceled by Cartoon Network and HBO Max, they already own the rights. They can pick it up and that's more original content for their new streaming service. Makes sense to me. They just have to be patient with, you know, the results.
1: Right. No, that makes sense.
0: So let them know. Let them know.
1: Yeah, just put it on Twitter right on their um, on their front page. Hey, yeah. you guys.
0: You're missing out.
1: You're missing out. You should pick up Venture Brothers. Save the Venture Brothers. Hashtag save Venture Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know. And for everybody that hasn't watched Venture Brothers before. Just go watch it and save them. Give it a shot. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing show. It changes so much every season into ways you could not expect. The storytelling is incredible. These characters are impeccably written. You're, you're doing yourself a favor if you watch Venture Brothers.
1: And they're short episodes. They're fast, snippy, and hilarious. The characters are likable. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, people get hung up on the first season of the animation, but it's really more about the writing. Later, the animation shows up. Um, I still love it. I think the animation's fine. I've seen the. I've seeing the pilot. I think that yeah. was done with like Flash or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was done with Flash and it and shows. Like, wow. They did this with Flash. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you can still tell it's Flash. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's good.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. absolutely good. So, I mean, I don't know if it's on. It's on Hulu uh, for streaming. If you don't have Hulu, you can buy it per episode or per season on Amazon. Right. Or even better, you could buy the DVDs. Oh yeah And that's also telling with your wallet Hey we want more Venture Brothers Right Adult Swim you messed up again
1: I'm I'm actually on Netflix's Twitter right now And I'm just going to say it I'm going to just say Hey you guys should pick up Venture Brothers
0: <laughs> There you go
1: <laughs> I'm just going to add them actually You can't just Yeah I know, put I know. There. That's funny Okay Cool Cool Well, I guess this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. Um, We'll talk at you guys next time.